The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. There's an event on later uh, this afternoon, which relates to a thing that we were speaking with Mary Lou MacDonald about last weekend, which was the fact that it has recently been revealed there are now more Catholics than Protestants in Northern Ireland. And while that doesn't exactly map to political leaning, it is fairly close and it starts to make the prospect of a border poll an ever more real possibility and the prospect of a united Ireland an ever more real possibility. And that's what's being discussed in the Three Arena this afternoon. Ireland's Future, uh, it's a a non-politically affiliated organisation, but one which supports uh, a united Ireland, are holding a big event to discuss the prospect of a united Ireland, what it would consist of, and what legwork might need to be done to both get there and to make it a success. And there's a number of interesting names showing up uh, at it. Donald Lunny, um, uh, Mary Lou MacDonald, uh, Leo Varadkar, the uh, Fianna Fáil Minister Jim O'Callaghan uh, is going to be there. On top of that, Colin Meaney, the uh, snapper uh, actor, former Star Trek actor and um, self-proclaimed Republican, is going to be uh, at the event. He's going to be in conversation uh, with Matt Cooper later on today. And Matt is with us this morning. It's, it's interesting, Matt, that we have gotten to the point where a discussion like this in a big venue in town isn't a rally, it's a planning session. Yeah, I mean, I'm going along, I suppose, as a participant in that I'll be interviewing Colomini, but also as an interested observer to hear the points of view from a whole variety of people from across the 32 counties of the country. And I suppose we are in a situation, as you pointed out, where the demographics on this island are changing. And as they're changing, I suppose we have to start make plans for the possibilities that throw up. Now, I suppose I'm old enough at this stage and can remember enough things having gone on in this island during my lifetime to realise how difficult it is to accommodate all the different beliefs and desires It will be interesting to have the conversation and my understanding is from the organisers is that they have managed to persuade various people of the unionist tradition to come along to participate on the stage and in the conversations and it's not putting pressure in anyone and it's not coming along with any predetermined outcomes. I think it's just an interesting opportunity for people to look at the possibilities. Because it's it's one of the things I, I spoke to um, Bertie Hearn a number of weeks ago about this, and it was a, a po- point that he made that was then echoed by Mary Lou Macdonald, which was, y- you don't want to get in a situation where the vote that is offered to people at the point at which it is offered around the possibility of United Ireland, where there isn't clarity about the implications or the process. Because if people are confused about what it consists of, you greatly increase the chance that people will say no. Or you get a situation like the Brexit vote in the UK where you have um, a very narrow majority been then forcing the minority to agree something they don't want. And I suppose this particular Ireland's future movement also grew out of what happened with the Brexit vote in Northern Ireland, where you had a majority of people, a significant majority, who had voted to remain in the European Union and then found themselves taken out of the European Union. Accommodations been made... Uh, and then the minority trying to overturn those. So, yeah, it does, it does show that straightforward votes on in referendums don't necessarily bring around the conclusions that you would actually want other than the headline one. There's obviously a number of people, both in politics and beyond, who are very active and eager about the prospect of, of a united Ireland. Do you think, Matt, 
south of the border, there is a big appetite for it across the broader population? Funnily enough, I was having conversations with people about this, uh, even recently, as a small example, at a wedding with a group of people in their 30s, and I was surprised by how little interest they actually had in it. But then maybe I shouldn't have been surprised, because even sort of growing up, and as somebody who grew up in Cork, but have a mother from Belfast, and I would have spent my childhood in the 1970s a lot of time each summer in Belfast at my grandmother's. And coming back to Cork and finding all of my friends, no interest whatsoever, regarding it almost as a foreign country, and finding that even going into adulthood, that there are so many people in the Republic, in the South, who show little enough interest in what goes on in the North, perhaps sporting and cultural things been the only opportunities where they actually have interaction. But for many people that I know, having limited or no interaction at all. So it poses its own challenge to persuade perhaps people, some people in the Republic, because many people do have the interest, but some people that this is a conversation that we need to be having. Particularly when I assume that some of the associations that would now be linked with the possibility of a united Ireland are things like a large disenfranchised and resentful population who will not want to be part of such a united Ireland and an economy where it's going to be interesting to try to get it to dovetail with that south of the border. The economic issues are extremely interesting because we have two very different types of economies that would have to be merged together and I think the history of mergers across all sorts of businesses and other entities suggests that the sum is not necessarily better uh, than some of the parts. Uh, sometimes you can get a lesser outcome. And there are flaws in both sides of the border and different things. There are strengths on both sides of the border. Things have changed dramatically over the last century in that originally Northern Ireland might have been the stronger economic entity whereas now the progression in the Republic over the last 50 years in particular has left us much further ahead. But these are all the discussions that we actually have to have in detail without making assumptions, the assumptions that by having unity on the island that everything automatically becomes better. And then having to take into account the experience of nationalists north of the border, particularly in the first 70, 80 years of the creation of the Northern Ireland state before the Good Friday Agreement and the the resentments that were there for good, genuine reasons amongst the nationalist community that we don't then suddenly then have a new Ireland entity which creates the same resentments for the new minority. Well, it'll be interesting to see those issues ventilated this afternoon. That The uh, event is Together We Can. It's on in the Three Arena. Matt is going to be uh, talking to the actor Colin Meaney. But in addition to Colin Meaney, there are people like Mary Lou MacDonald, uh, Leo Varadkar, the Fine Gael leader, Jim O'Callaghan, um, the uh, Fianna Fáil minister, and so on uh, and so forth, ventilating all the kind of things that Matt was talking about there. Matt, lovely to have you on the show. Thanks very much, Anton. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.